0: see you there would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me i'll be your captain i'm steve
1: (laughs) Harrington, and i'm colin
0: and i'm whitney and this is scoops ahoy a stranger things podcast where we go week by week chapter by chapter and look at every single episode of stranger things starting with the first season and we have now made it to season two we're on episode four called will the wise and colin is here with your recap
1: The fourth chapter of Stranger Things 2, titled Will the Wise, debuted on Netflix on October 27th, 2017. It was written by Paul Dichter and directed by Sean Levy and has a runtime of 46 minutes and 26 seconds. It's still Thursday, November 1st, 1984, and Will is being infested with the shadow monster Yuck on the school field. Joyce comes tearing up, meets the boys, and they find Will standing catatonic. Eventually, he snaps out of it and Joyce takes him home. Meanwhile, Elle comes moseying on back to Hopper's cabin. He's pissed, they argue, he grounds her, and she breaks every window in the place. The next day, Friday, November 2nd, Nancy scoots off with Jonathan to meet up with Barb's mom in the park, while Joyce takes Will's temperature, he's very cold, and runs him a bath, but that doesn't go over well with the monster now living inside him. Back at the cabin, Hopper feels bad on the morning after, but tells Elle to clean everything up before he gets home. Nancy and Jonathan have arrived at the park, but Barb's parents are nowhere to be found. A gaggle of lab folk are there, though, dressed as civilians, and take the pair back to the lab for a little friendly interrogation. Meanwhile, at the buyer's house, Will is telling Joyce and Hopper that he knows something is wrong, but he can't explain it. Joyce suggests he draw what's going on, and the kid furiously blows through a ream of paper, drawing what looks like a massive network of vines. Hopper grabs a shovel and heads to the pumpkin patch. While Elle is cleaning up the cabin, she finds a trap door in the floor and discovers a bunch of boxes, one of which is labeled Hawkins Lab. She reads about Terry Ives and tries to reach her in the void. Just as they make contact, Elle bounces back to the real world, but figures out Terry indeed is her mother. Over at the lab, Dr. Owens tells Nancy and Jonathan everything and explains they need to keep it all quiet so the Soviets don't get wind of what's going on. He lets them go, but we discover Nancy was recording the whole conversation. She and Jonathan agree to burn the lab to the ground. Back at school, the boys meet, shunning Max, and Mike fills them in on what's going on with Will and explains why they need to find Dart, though Dustin decides to not say anything about that. Max has had enough of being excluded and tells Lucas to stick it. Billy sees them and tells her to stay away from Lucas. Dustin gets home from school to find Dart having a little snack of fresh cat while at the pumpkin patch. Hopper finishes digging a big hole and drops down. Discovering what Will was drawing was actually a series of tunnels that closely resembles the Upside Down. The end of chapter four. This
0: chapter had a lot of very cool camera shots. And I'm not even one to notice stuff like that most of the time.
1: Well, which ones did you like?
0: Well, I loved the music that went along with the scene of hopper when he has that, when he's got the shovel over his shoulder and it's got that. I I feel like there's a term for it. We're just kind of hazy everywhere else.
1: Yeah. We'll get to, we'll get to that in the music segment because that's kind of an oddball song, but yeah.
0: The dream I forget what it's like Dreamland or something is what it reminds me of. If you saw army of the dead. Yeah. Um, zach snyder was a huge fan of it in that movie and it actually
1: drove me crazy in that movie but i thought it was cool in this shot yeah and i love i love the last shot of the camera flipping upside down that was that was really cool
0: yeah that was my other one
1: and then we opened up with will in the field which was a i mean it was a continuation of the same sequence from the the episode before but as far as filming it goes they had they showed in the um world's turned upside down book how they did it and it was kind of a like a circular track that they put around around will mm-hmm. and just kind of circled the camera around the track. And then they kind of visual effects, everything. Into I, it, so
0: I actually watched a video of that, of how they did it. So yeah, it was like basically like a merry-go-round almost. And they had the camera on it just right.
1: going around him. Yeah. It was really cool. How about Noah Schnapp? I mean, I picked him as my MVP in the first episode just because we hadn't really <laughs> hadn't really seen him a whole lot last season. But yeah, you know, he's
0: a great little actor. I mean, I shouldn't really even say is. I shouldn't even say little now. He's like 18, but right. Um, at, at the time. Or, or I, I think he was like, I think he's like 16, maybe 16, 17. But yeah, at the time he was he just seemed so little. They all do though, right? Still at this point. Um, but yeah, like just when he has to explain to Joyce. What's going on? And she he just breaks down, and she she does a great job too. I know a writer was she, you know looking just horrified at what her kids going through.
1: Yeah, I mean this this was an episode that had a lot of really good kind of acting moments. I mean, kind of across the board. I mean, the whole with L and Hopper in the cabin, their whole scenes going back and forth, and and you mentioned Joyce. I mean, even billy and max had the great scene and you know mm-hmm. we're kind of getting i mean steve was the only one that was really kind of short change she didn't really have to do a whole lot yeah we didn't see a whole lot of steve in this episode uh, yeah but i mean dustin was um dustin was good and you know there 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 was some there was some good stuff in this episode yeah mm-hmm.
0: so before we get into it though do you want to do your
1: homework oh yes i was remiss yes let's do homework
0: just so you don't answer all my questions <laughs> Yes. or we get to
1: okay get to ask them am i ready for my homework
0: all right are you ready for your homework
1: you're late again i had to get catch-up homework
0: what is the name of the park where nancy is
1: going to meet barb's parents forest hills park which is in
0: forest hills north carolina
1: no durham north carolina but yeah
0: (laughs) well north carolina (laughs)
1: it's only been a week since we talked about it
0: i know well i got i got 50 percent of it right
1: yes all
0: right question number two what do the boys think will has in dungeons and dragons terms
1: oh the um was it true sight is that what it's true sight i think true sight true sight which is a real dungeons and dragons thing yeah
0: yeah yeah it is and but mike points out this is real life, not Dungeons and Dragons.
1: That's right, which they haven't really been playing a whole lot. Like, who has time? They're fighting I mean, monsters. I know. It's all like arcade stuff. I, I think they've grown up and don't yeah. care about Dungeons and Dragons anymore. Yeah.
0: Okay. Question number three. According to Terry Ives, how many to the right? How many to the left?
1: Oh, crud. <laughs> 450, rainbow. It's three to the right, four to the left, right three to the three to the right four three to the right, four to the left I'm never gonna stump you ever <laughs> ever it's well, kind of a it becomes a bit of a mantra a, you know a little further down the line here, so
0: to be fair, there were not a lot of specific things talked about in this episode where I can ask you questions. I watched this episode twice. Right, looking for stuff so yeah there's not a
1: yeah because I was look, looking for 80 stuff and you know mm-hmm. best line and yeah yeah it's, true. it's a great episode but there's not a whole lot you know right unique. yeah
0: okay final question how many times does Joyce call Hopper before he gets into work
1: oh she says it like eight
0: eight it can't be eight is it eight it's eight is it eight I mean I root for you to get it wrong but it, <laughs> I mean what am I supposed to do it's eight it's eight it's eight you get a hundred percent on your homework this
1: even a
0: plus in stranger things
1: yay homework okay so going back to the whole cabin scene i love the stuff with millie and david um in this i mean it's just it's such a great scene and they they talked about it at the time how um emotional yeah how difficult it was to film i mean david said um i think it was in the book he said that was a really messed up day when we did that scene i mean i was feeling all messed up about it but i did want to treat the scene with the respect it deserves and i wanted to treat millie with the respect she deserves as my female Mm co-star and really give her my all and my power and she's able to give it right back so that was a very complicated day uh and then levy was saying sean levy who directed the episode Mm -hmm. said Actors like Millie and David feed on each other's energy. Every time you say cut, it's a deflation. So we did long takes and I let their anger and frustrations really build up. And we captured a lot of it on film. I gave a few notes here and there about the pain that's underneath both of their anger, but they're so good that they just delivered.
0: I, I That's so crazy to me, like how actors can do that. Like, I, I don't know how you get into that mindset to.
1: Well, Especially. It Especially for him with a kid. I mean, he's not acting against Joyce right. or you know Matthew Modine or you know, he's acting, you know, opposite at the time of 13, 14-year-old girl. And right, like, and
0: it's it's one thing to yell at your own kid.
1: It's right. <laughs> completely different to yeah. yell at, you know, and she's a coworker. And yeah. I I couldn't help thinking though, during the whole thing, I'm like, man, you picked the wrong kid to fight with, man.
0: Holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're going
1: to get an argument with a kid, don't get one that can throw you across a room without even blinking. You know,
0: it's kind well, of- and we will eventually get more into this, but I think this is a little bit of a a little bit of a view into Eleven's not really in control. Of, like she doesn't really know how to control her powers completely yet. She's still a kid, and right. it's one of those things. That I don't think we've seen the extent of her powers.
1: And I don't think she has really had them or been aware of them for that long. Because if you look at the flashbacks from season one, I mean, she looks pretty much the same age. It's not like we're talking like a three-year-old or four-year-old kid here. And she's been honing these skills for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it was just,
0: did they do this to Terry? Did they do this to Terry specifically because she was pregnant and they were trying to create a baby with special powers
1: or were they just that was just like a bonus well i remember um becky saying in the episode last season her sister that nobody knew she was pregnant or she didn't know she was pregnant so i think it was in quotes a happy mistake for them okay so they didn't take her specifically no she was pregnant. no okay. i i think i'm pretty sure becky said in season one that she had no idea she was pregnant so I think they kind of stumbled on it and they're like, Ooh, you know, let's, let's, let's run with this. See what happens.
0: Yeah. So they were aiming for Terry to, to be the one.
1: Yeah. I think that, I mean, they were, I mean, they were recruiting. You remember the picture in the newspaper article, they mm -hmm. were like, you know, seven or eight people there with Brenner. So I think they were kind of throwing darts at the board and hoping one, you know, kind of hit the bullseye. So, Hmm. yeah, but I love her. Um, You were just like Papa. (laughs) I mean, oh. could you say anything worse to a guy? No. Yeah. And you could tell it hurt. Like, he yeah. just...
0: But yeah. also, I have to get a little mad at Hopper because he's being ridiculous.
1: Well, she... yes. I think, yeah, he was tired. He was freaking out. Didn't know where she was.
0: Right. But he's there saying, you're losing your TV forever. The kid literally has nothing to do. She sits in that oh. cabin all day by herself.
1: Yeah. For a year. She has had nothing yeah. to do but watch TV. So yeah, I mean certainly. I mean, and the egos. He throws the egos away. So I mean her whole yeah. life is egos and TV and he just took both of them away. So Yeah,
0: he's just not I just I understand his fear, but I'm also like you're not very qual- like you're not very understanding. Yeah. Of yeah. what she's actually going through. You're just concerned about
1: Yeah, but I've done that and I'm sure you've done that too. I mean, in the heat of the moment when your kid's yelling, you oh, yeah. yell, yell right back at him, but um, it's a couple behind the scenes things that cabin was actually built from scratch out in the middle of the woods. Um, they in, actually in... blew the windows out of it. Yeah. And they actually, um, blew the windows and they had hopper turn around. So, you know, uh-huh. well, obviously it wasn't real glass, but you know, yeah, they did definitely blow the windows out. And when they sat, when the duffers sat down to start talking about this season, one of the things they had like three or four things on the board, uh-huh. you know, these are things that are going to happen, you know, we're going to yeah. be in an arcade um, and they yeah. had psychic tantrum um on the board as as something that they knew was going to happen this season you know they didn't know where exactly because they hadn't started writing yet but so i mean they they knew that that was going to be in there too so i think we're going to
0: see a few more of those
1: yeah and she literally before the series ends literally throws the book at him
0: yeah i i don't blame her though
1: yeah i don't blame her so then we get Joyce and uh, Will and the whole bath thing, and there's taking his temperature. He's like 95, 96 degrees on the thermometer, <laughs> which is like frigid and borderline hypothermic. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. we get the, you know, he likes it cold line, which. Oh, gosh.
0: Sense. Will just, he snaps at, and and oh. you, and Joyce's reaction is perfect because she turns, she yeah. whips around like she knows that's not her son. Oh, she absolutely. Knows.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's obviously possessed, but I mean, he just yeah, it was just, and you could see. I mean, credit Noah Schnapp again. I mm-hmm. mean, because he just becomes a different being yes. in that moment. I mean, yes, he just, you know, it was. He does. It was it's brilliant. very
0: creepy. I do have a question on. It's back to eleven in the cabin. Well, maybe we haven't really talked about it yet, but eleven in the cabin when she, you know, when she goes to see Terry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not how does she figure out that's her mother? Was there something in the articles? Because I'm thinking is, she, is her only clue that this box was from?
1: Well, I don't know how much. I mean, the article, she reads the article about how Terry sued the lab for taking her baby away. And we all know the backstory. And I don't know how much of the backstory has been shared with her. You know, certainly last week we saw Hopper when, when she asked about her mother And he said, she's not around anymore. So I don't know if they ever had any more discussion about that, or if she's been able to kind of piece things together or, you know, she has, you know, powers that can, you know, make her understand that thing. But yeah, I I get what you're saying. Certainly. Yeah. I
0: just, I I want the two times I watched it. I still
1: was kind of like,
0: but how does she know that's her mom?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I think we're just supposed to understand that she kind of put two and two together and and got there. So. I'll take it. That's
0: fine. Yeah,
1: um, we'll save Dustin and Dart for the end because oh God, that was that was its own little thing. Yeah, um, it was
0: its own little thing, and I have I have some
1: things to. Um, but we say goodbye to Tommy in this episode. This is the last this his last
0: episode. I wonder. This,
1: this is Tommy's last episode. We already lost Carol at the uh, keg party. See but yeah, you later. So is,
0: worst person in the world, yeah, Tommy. So
1: this, was, this was Tommy's. His little shower scene was the last thing he does. So. Um, and then Billy informs us all that there are plenty of bitches in the sea. So that's yeah. comforting. You know, oh, it's good. Thank you. Good, good to know. Certainly. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Billy. I was really confused on, he had some sort of strange moment with Steve on the floor. He was mad at him for not defending or drawing uh, planned, the charge,
1: playing I mean, basketball. Yeah. yeah they, were, they were saying he should, he should plant his feet and draw the charge instead of, yeah. Instead of committing a foul. So that's just kind of basketball. I'm sure um Bo Bell the um the basketball um advisor that we talked about who's the African-American guy who's kind of, yeah. the of the team in the background I'm sure they kind of threw that in there just to make it seem like real basketball and you know but like,
0: why it seemed like Billy was giving Steve a tip and for everything else Billy hates
1: Steve yeah I think I think it was more you're not playing the game right I know how to play the game right to, I, it was either that or game. i thought
0: it was more like just don't be a big you know wimp like you need well, to
1: i'm sure there was part of that some of that in there too absolutely yeah huh.
0: okay yeah. it was just kind of strange to me
1: so then we get to the park and nancy and jonathan um and i love the scene um or how it opens with the with the duck uh back the, the <laughs> yeah duck, the
0: like seesaw uh yeah, the kind of the like
1: ride thing whatever the it is. rocking yeah, thing the little yeah. rocking duck thing i love that and then they're kind of looking around and the Hollands never show up. But I did catch Jonathan said we should just give him time.
0: You, because they were not really meeting. Their plan was to get captured all
1: along. Right. But they had, in, unless they called the Hollands back and risked getting hurt again. I mean, they did call Mrs. Holland and say, meet us at this park at this time. So... I I, you were you were absolutely correct that Mm -hmm. it was all it was all just a plant and they pretended like they were scared and and did hope to get taken back to the lab so she could make the tape recording but uh, yeah I don't know I just it just caught me that he said just give him time so I don't know if they were if he had already kind of shifted into the mode of you know or, or how they knew that Mrs. Holland wasn't coming because we never saw them tell her not to or I know yeah. But I thought I thought that whole scene, there's really good tension in that scene. I thought Levy did a great job directing that, um, really building up the tension and and which of the people are you know agents and mm-hmm. which ones aren't. And, you know, this guy clearly is, but maybe these people aren't. And then, then the, they all kind of look at the camera, which is which I, I, I thought. Yeah, it was, yeah, really, effective it was
0: really good. I was too busy focusing on the one guy I knew who was definitely an agent. To not, I wasn't really paying attention to anyone else except for it. I was looking at their outfits, right? Because I only remembered the one, the one and, guy,
1: and they were great outfits. So they're the members only jacket, and they had like the eighties sweatsuits on the two. The women that were joggers jogging. were my yeah.
0: favorite. I'm pretty sure they were wearing sweat bands as well.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, headbands. Yeah, oh, it was it was really funny. So
0: those are future mall walkers. I feel <laughs>
1: like <laughs> when the Star Court Mall opens. Oh yeah, summer. they can't yeah. wait. Yeah, can't wait to get there. So I wanted to throw an idea by you. Instead of we have we have abandoned the Billy douchebag or the um, Steve douchebag meter, Mm -hmm. can we start a Mike douchebag meter? Oh gosh! I mean, for heaven's sakes, party members only.
0: Yeah, nobody
1: else can come in. Yeah, non-negotiable. He's a dick. dick. Just get over yourself. We need we need the librarian back. Yeah, I'm a
0: dick. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's. Uh, Mike Mike's personality takes a dip this season and doesn't yes. really recover until the end of season three. To be honest,
1: yeah, pretty much, yeah.
0: Oh my! But Lord, he's I awful just, this season.
1: Oh, I he's, know. I was gonna like, throw him into the dumpster that they were, you know, trying to find. I driver. know,
0: and oh, but gosh, I love Dustin, but I'm so frustrated with him for not telling them and saying, yeah, hey, I I snuck him out.
1: Yeah, he's alive, and you know.
0: Even though it's clearly, you know, from the upside down.
1: Yeah.
0: Ate my cat, which oh I guess it Lord. didn't didn't until later, but
1: yeah. Poor. Me. That was really gross. It really was, and you his knew... little body was moving. And I, I well, I think I was moving because he was eating him. I don't think. He oh was yeah, yeah. No he, yeah. Was defi- no, he was definitely no. He was definitely
0: dead. But he
1: was dark, like had his head
0: in Muse's body, and it was
1: like the little the little blood trail going over the chair and i know it just, makes uh, me sad it was uh, um, there was, i love the justice for muse hashtag that kind of erupted after it and i went back and i looked and there were <laughs> so many memes and tweets and everything about i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna actually post a link bustle did a, a collection of oh really kind of muse you know justice for muse tweets i'll post it on our socials it's, it's oh, yeah. really it's fun to see
0: well, there's also one we can post at the end of video that we can we'll save it for the end of the season. The video I showed you last
1: week. Oh right, yeah. Um, but it was, it was funny. I was reading on Reddit too, and everybody's like, "What do the Duffer Brothers have against gingers? You know, first Barb and now Muse. <laughs> any any creature has red hair. They're not lasting you know, here a lot long for this world. So, hey, yeah,
0: I'm torn because when Dark crawls out of
1: his little cave that
0: morning. I think he's as cute as can be where he does his little stretch and then he squeaks when Dustin says, I got to go to school, buddy. I'll see you later.
1: There there is little, I know, I know I kind (laughs) of kind of fought back last week, but there is one little moment where it actually kind of looks like he's smiling.
0: Yes. He looks up at Dustin like, see you later, dad.
1: Yeah. So I kind of get what you're saying. I still don't think he's cute by any stretch of the imagination, but he's at least (laughs) tolerable. So that was good.
0: Well, I mean, I'm pretty it ends here because the next thing we know, he's covered in muse's blood and I cannot
1: condone any sort of pet killing. Yeah. Now I mean, he has the the molted skin that Dustin picks up. Oh, he, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, he he like more than doubles in size.
1: Oh, yeah, he's like growing astronomically. Yeah, it's just crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which do we know and I don't know if this is really a spoiler or if it's do we know if that's the same thing? Is that a baby Demogorgon or is it like a pet that a Demogorgon would have?
1: I always, th- I always thought it was, a, it was a baby Demogorgon and will grow up to be. A Demogorgon. I mean, we do see it a little bit later, but I, mm. I think he's on its way to becoming kind of full-size Demogorgon. That walks
0: on two hind legs? Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. I think. And I think it takes a, about a week and a half to probably get to that size, probably. What? So let's get to the lab and Dr. Owens and his little speech that he gives Nancy and Jonathan. And he quotes George Sarton with the um, men of science have made abundant mistakes of every kind. Yeah. Um, just my curiosity made me look at it. I've never heard of George Sarton, but I looked him up and he's a very famous chemist and scientist. Uh, kind of big right around the time of World War One. So kind of early 20th century. But. Yeah, the Owens whole thing about, you know, mistakes have been made and then admitting to Miss Holland's death um, and then throwing the little line in there. Hey, you guys been together long, which I thought was cute <laughs> to Jonathan and Nancy. Yeah, like, they, like they're So I thought that was kind of yes. Nice. Um, and then he talks about, you know, the whole thing with the Soviets and, you know, if they're trying to replicate this and all that kind of stuff. And then they go kind of tearing off and we don't see obviously until next week where they're going, but we know they're going somewhere mm-hmm. because they pass the, you know, leaving Hawkins um, sign on the, on the way out of town. But yeah, I thought, I thought again, in this one too, I mean, it, if it had been anyone other than Paul Reiser, I think I wouldn't have been behind it as much. I think I'm, I'm kind of with him. I'm like, yeah, mistakes have been made and you're doing your best and you're, you know, you've got dealt a really crappy card um but you know I, I certainly feel better about him than I do about Brenner
0: I don't know I obviously I've seen the whole se- season series whatever and I know where it's going but I noticed in this episode this is the first time that he almost kind of gave me chills because it was kind of like oh Paul Reiser is not what's his name for mad about you? He can be pretty sinister. Like well, that's, I thought that's, that- that's really
1: interesting. Cause I took it through. I took it the other, I took it like, oh see I anyway. took yeah.
0: it as him talking to them as kind of a threat, basically saying, see, we killed Barb and we had to cover that up. And now we, you know, so just know that we could kill you too. Is how yeah. I took it.
1: But No, that's fine. I mean, we could take it different ways, certainly, but yeah. And then we get the whole thing with will and the, all these papers and everything and Joyce and Hopper, Putting them all together and going through like a whole ton of paper, and it was uh, it's interesting. I was reading, I can't remember her name, but the prop master. We've talked about it before. I talked yeah. about her with the um, snack pack pudding. Yeah. Um, she was saying they actually did have to draw. It was like two thousand pictures. I mean, it was like some ungodly number of pictures that they sat down and, and they actually drew them with crayons. I mean, Will actually on film, you know, Noah, you know, draws a couple of them himself, but. They actually did have to go through, obviously, and and draw all these things to make it look like this big, huge, you know, I, vine and tunnel network, which is, oh, God, how much well, tedious just, must that have been?
0: Thought it was so strange how Will even knew what he was doing. So he would just like where did he know that? oh yeah and us? how on
1: how on i mean god love joyce and she's already proven that she's you know craftswoman extraordinaire but how on earth right freeze freeze frame that shot when they put them all together on the floor and hopper mm. and joyce are standing looking at them and if you can see any difference between any of those pages i know you and could somehow just they put them together
0: him, yeah anyway <laughs> it was just really funny that you wanted yeah yeah i thought that too about when hop was like it's fines he's drawing
1: fines yeah oh i forgot to tie up one one loose end that we didn't mention with the whole lab and nancy jonathan Is we Uh discover what she had bought at radio shack last week and that was the tape recorder yes and and they get owens on tape saying you know miss holland's death or you know we're sorry for Uh miss holland's death um so i forgot i just wanted to tie that little loose end up i'm sure everyone was worried about it i know i we had email everyone us.
0: what did nancy buy radio check
1: <laughs> what did she go see bob newby what it was kind of funny because i remember watching like the first 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 time i watched it and she plopped down on the bed in the last episode and they picked up the phone to call miss holland i'm like did she buy a phone what did she buy and, you, know, just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, you I,
0: were the one person wondering I was. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot she went to radio Shack.
1: there you go <laughs> so then one one last quick scene we should talk about was the whole bit with lucas and max and their their whole little confrontation and then she gets in the car with billy and he tells her to not hang out with people like lucas anymore um so now we have racist billy you know as, okay as, which is how i took it i don't know if you oh, took it yes. the same way. yeah okay.
0: absolutely in and- it. This is one thing that drives me crazy with his character is that it never gets. We never get. Not that you you should not have a. There's no reason that's good enough. Obviously, but there is never any explanation to why he's like that.
1: But then he also says stuff like, you know, for better or not, you know, for whatever, we're family. I mean, and
0: oh, but see, I took that as you can't. I've, I'm whether I like it or not. I'm connected to you and people. Yeah. People but to, I took you know it me? like we're
1: kind of stuck and, with each other. So, you know, but you yeah, know, I fact just took that, it more
0: yeah. like, don't tarnish my name.
1: But I also loved how he said there's certain people that you just stay away from. And, and Billy would be at the top of my list of people. Right. I from.
0: thought the exact same thing.
1: Like you, Billy,
0: you're the worst.
1: <laughs> but I do want to, this was, this was funny too. I just, I was looking on Reddit today, just kind of doing a little research and like about three quarters of the way down the reddit page is like a thousand comments i'm just like flipping through everything and somebody questioned wh- why if you live in hawkins have you not opened up a tire store the way that everybody peels out of, <laughs> out of parking lots and and joyce. You know, driveways
0: joyce is, joyce is driving like he's in the 8500 i mean when in she this, pulls into that kid's school. in this
1: episode alone i got joyce flying into the school we got jonathan and nancy peeling off to go to the park and then we got Billy hopper peeling out of the yeah and then hopper so we got all the yeah <laughs> so, that's a good point so then i did just i just to keep looking there's a youtube video somebody patched together all the tire peel outs from stranger things <laughs> i'm definitely going to post this because it Please was do. hilarious um of all <laughs> <laughs> and there's a couple from later on in the series, but there's no spoilers or anything. So don't worry yeah. you, if you care. Um, but it's just really funny, like all the various times that people are peeling. There's out so of many. Of stuff. I yeah. mean,
0: Joyce is like Tokyo drifting yeah. into the into yeah. the football field. Oh, absolutely. And then, did you find it odd that she flies in in that car and then she gets out and she walks?
1: Yeah. Like, why I isn't also, she running i also find it odd that nancy is sneaking out of the house pretending to go to stacy's and they get into the car and then he peels out of the neighborhood instead sort of you know very quietly yes you know so
0: well and really he fun. didn't even park that far away from her house
1: no i know i would have parked like a block away he or parks like in front of her house yeah. they live in a court yeah <laughs> that's kind of funny um so like the ending of this episode um Ends with Hopper going down and the camera flipping around. But I was just mm-hmm. thinking as I was watching it, you know, because it, it's been like a month or two since I've I went back and watched the whole season. So I just watched it, you know, again. Mm-hmm on Saturday and I just kept expecting it to end or could have ended with Elle crying in the cabin when she when she gets her mom and then she's just kind of she's kind of like crying and it's just like this really dramatic moment like after she was trying to get in touch with her mom and then the cameras kind of backing out Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of zooming out like that would have been a great time to end and then we have the scene with muse getting eaten and the thing turns around and goes at the camera which also would have been a great time to end but then they kept going yeah
0: there were three different those were the exact three times i was thinking oh this is it oh this is it oh wait
1: no this is it yeah (laughs) i just thought it was great i mean i could have ended any of those times
0: i love 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 that scene and just the music how eerie it is and just hopper's reaction to yeah oh shit and how the camera's flipping upside down but this is the part of season two where hop gives me nothing but indiana jones vibes
1: oh yeah or he's all backlit with the hat and Mm the expected to see a whip on his belt and everything and oh
0: yeah well he does the hat grab at one point oh yeah yeah not in this
1: episode yeah yeah it's not that that's a spoiler or anything we'll get there so all right so anything else before we get into our you got it. yeah you ready
0: for your Colin moment?
1: okay so let's do my Colin moment it was so funny when I was watching it because the kids were playing Duck, Duck, Goose on the playground. And I vividly remember. I mean, we did all that kind of stuff at school, you know, at, you know, at recess and stuff. Yeah, we played play Duck, Duck, Goose. We'd play Foursquare and stuff and we'd do TV tag, which I loved. What's TV Um, tag? TV tag is when you have a group of kids and one person is it and they're chasing after you. So it's, you know, like normal tag. But if you can name a TV show and crouch down before they tag you, you're safe. So kids running after you and you go the 18 and crouch. So you're safe. And then you have to go after someone else and they go three's company and you crouch. That
0: is 100% a thing only done at your school.
1: Absolutely. We'd love TV tag. But anyway, yeah, that, that's, but your I, school. I,
0: that's not a well-known game. <laughs> I'm
1: not saying it is, but we played it. <laughs> um, and then we, and of course, Duck, Duck, Goose, which we played all the time, and then Red Rover, and then when we were at the pool, we did Sharks and Minnow. So I was just thinking about all these games yeah. that we used to play as kids that kids don't play anymore.
0: So nope.
1: I, so I, I wept for the current generation. Did you guys also... play
0: Heads Up 7-Up in class?
1: I don't think we so. We played Heads Up 7-Up. Oh, it was like, people put their heads down in your desk? Put your
0: heads down and you had to put your finger up. And if they touched you, you put your finger down. But yeah. they only could pick three people. I can't oh, remember I, that. Yeah. I used to cheat though when I was in first grade and I got busted cheating. Um, and I cried so hard. I was yeah. so embarrassed. I was yeah. so just ashamed of
1: myself. Yeah, I kind of I vaguely remember that. But yeah. I don't
0: remember how you play it, but because the people oh I think and then everybody goes up to the front of the room and they have to guess who didn't get picked and if you were left standing up there the longest
1: okay you won yeah yeah, I mean you did stuff like Red Rover and stuff like Mm -hmm. that Mother May I
0: yeah Red Light Green Light
1: yeah freeze tag see we did freeze tag but we did it with TV shows and we called it TV tag
0: that's fine but I'm just I just need you to know that it is (laughs) I need our listeners to. here's what I want if you played a game specifically called TV Tag at your school, please email us at scoopsahoypod at gmail.com because I need to know that this was
1: only at Collins school. And of course, all of my friends. <laughs> of course, we play TV Tag. We played yeah, it every if, day.
0: Unless you went to Colin's school, you can, you just state that you went to Collins school. Right. Don't lie to me either. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So that was my Colin moment. Sweet. All right. So let's do a little...
0: Where in the world is
1: only one this week and i'm i have all the confidence in the world
0: okay okay
1: i'm nervous because, every time you say that i get it wrong because there's three possible answers so i'm okay. going to give it to you if you get one of them <laughs> okay, okay okay so it's pen penville which is on dustin's shirt he has a penville penguins <laughs> on his shirt so it says penville penguins and there's a or, uh, sorry penville pirates sorry penville pirates i don't know where you got penguins from penville pirates Uh, And there's the picture of the pirate on the shirt. So Penville, is it a real place? If it is a real place, where is it? Or is it not a real place? It is a real place. Okay. You're halfway there. And it is in pick a state, North Carolina, pick a different state, Tennessee, Georgia, Georgia. Yes, Georgia. There is a Penville in Georgia. And where were you guessing last week that I said nothing ever is in this state?
0: Indiana.
1: Indiana. There's a Pennville in Georgia and a Pennville in Indiana.
0: Yeah, you gotta stop jinxing me before you ask the
1: questions. But see, you got that. That was that was good. It was kind of funny because there's also one in Pennsylvania. There's a Pennville in Pennsylvania.
0: Well, that's where I was my first guess, but literally almost everything that the Duffer brothers do is in North Carolina. So that's right. gonna be it's stuck but, in my head now.
1: But see, Georgia and Indiana were also in play, and I would have accepted and I did accept both of those. So Okay. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, there was um I'm I'm not sure, and I did a lot of digging around to see where the prop person got penville pirates from but the only place that did have a penville school because that's kind of inferred says it's penville pirates Mm -hmm. it was actually a school mascot there used to be a penville school an elementary school in indiana but it closed back in like 2018 or something like that in the school unit school system consolidated or something like that but they were nicknamed the bulldogs so it could be liked
0: the penguins
1: yeah, Penville Penguins would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was kind of um, it. Maybe it was just made up. I don't know. But if anybody knows, certainly drop us a line and, and let us know. But I think it was yeah. just maybe maybe just a made up graphic shirt, and they they may have tripped on the Penville in Georgia and made it a school shirt. I don't know.
0: Speaking of where in the world is the little section that we do, there is an upcoming episode in season four that I've just I don't know anything about it. I just know it's a character but he is at one of the previous locations that you've asked me about. Ooh. And it's the nut house in Curly County. Oh, well, there you go. And that is very politically incorrect to call it that, but that's what they call it in the show.
1: That's what Lucas called it. So we'll, we'll go with it. So
0: yeah, they uh, it's where the new character, Victor Creel
1: is committed. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So we have music. And then I also wanted to do um, kind of our little things that we did last week. So let's I'll just do the little things to get those out of the way. First, There's just a couple little quick things that I just noticed.
0: Wait, did, did you see something? Yeah. What, what, did, what did you see?
1: One was kind of my third level nerddom coming through again. When Hopper is taking away Elle's TV, there's an episode of Cheers on the TV. And it is actually the episode, it's um season three, uh, fifth episode of season three, it's called Sam Turns the Other Cheek. And it actually aired on that night in 1987. That, that brothers. That Thursday night at nine o'clock, that was the episode that was on. So that's cool. Go figure that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to mention, and this was just one of those little quick moments, but when Nancy is saying that she wants to go to Stacy's house. Um, and they're sitting at the breakfast table, go back and watch it again. Cause it's kind of funny. Karen says, of course, that's fine. You can go do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. And then she looks at Ted to like, to get his approval or, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. see if he's like on the same astral plane as she no, is. He's not, And anyways. he's just nothing. And then you can kind of see she's got like a little bit of a disappointed look and she goes back down to her breakfast, but it was just a really quick scene. I don't know if it was scripted or not or whatever, if it just kind of popped out, but maybe Kara, uh, how do you say her last name? Buono. Buono, yeah. Buono. Maybe she's uh, she's just getting real tired of Ted. Yeah. Yeah. good good day. Even the actor. Yeah. Um, and then I love Lucas's jump out of the dumpster. He comes flying out of that dumpster when the- <laughs> it's just so he funny. I mean, he is kinda-
0: very athletic. He's very
1: He's like showing his... his uh... Yeah, I just, he just like pops himself up on the edge and jumps all the way over and all the way down. Which I thought that was great. And then the last one I wanted to mention was the scene. And they talked about this in Beyond Stranger Things, um, the Netflix kind of supplemental show that they did in the scene in the car with Billy and Max when Billy grabs Max's wrist, that was totally unscripted. The two of them, oh. uh, Sadie and Daker decided to do that kind of in the moment, like as they were getting ready to film the scene. So she had to figure out a way to get her hands up in the air so he could grab her wrist. Yeah. So that's why she does the, you know, the, the line It was like, yeah, you know, so what am I supposed to do? You know, we're stuck with each mm-hmm. other or whatever. So she throws her hands up in the air and he grabs her wrist. So, um, but that was one that just Sadie and Daker decided to do in the moment. That wasn't, that was definitely not in the script because they talked about how it wasn't scripted.
0: That's funny. I noticed, uh, just, there was just one part where I noticed. Hopper and it's after it's the morning after his argument with El and he gets in the car and it's when Flo is is asking him you know she's like paging him on his little walkie talkie thing and his he just like slumps against the steering wheel like he's just bone yeah. tired yeah and you can tell and i don't know if that was scripted but it's just this little like half a second yeah and he just
1: says yeah i know what time it is yeah. like he's
0: just <laughs> it's funny it like yeah. it's funny but it's also you can He does a great job at showing. Yeah, and then you think about
1: I mean he's dealing with these two idiots, Callahan and Powell, who can't, you know, police their way out of a paper bag. And he's got all this stuff that's now going on.
0: That he can't talk about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He can't talk
0: about it to anybody but Joyce. Yeah.
1: And he's been dealing with this for a year.
0: And he's kind of, I feel like he's already developed feelings for Joyce. And he's kind of having to deal the fact that she's dating Bob Newby. So I don't know. He's
1: got a lot going on. Okay, let's do music. Got three songs this week. So the first one is This Is Radio Clash. By The Clash uh, came out in November of 1981, reached number 45 on the mainstream rock charts. This is when Nancy and Jonathan meet up to go out um, to the park. Good song. And following up on the Clash theme from season one with Should I Stay or Should I Go? Second song is just an all time great 80s power ballad kind of montage song. And it's Push It to the Limit by Paul Engelman. And this was actually first heard, it's, it's off the Scarface soundtrack and was in Scarface in the montage scene where Tony Montana. Mm-hmm. Is kind of up and coming, and you know, becoming the powerful drug kingpin. So it's kind of the montage thing there, and then they used it in the in the kind of the basketball scene here, uh, which was good. It was written by um Maroto and Balat. So I mean, it was kind of a, just a very '80s soundtrack song. Which yeah, I, which I for was sure. Great. And then the last song we talked about it a little bit already, um, and it was the one that's playing, it starts in the Billy and Max scene where he grabs a wrist and then goes into the scene where Hopper throws the shovel over his um, shoulder. Um, and it's called The Growing, and it's by the Haxon Cloak. And this was a song that came out in, I believe it was like 2015 or 2016, somewhere in there. And uh the Hacks and Cloak is actually the group. Um Bobby Curlich is the Hacks and Cloak. And it's kind of all atmospheric, kind of electronic, kind of, it's almost like movie music. It's very kind of atmospheric kind of mm-hmm. stuff. He did he did the scores for Black Hat and for Midsummer. Um, so it's all that kind of kind of creepy music. So that's where that song came from. It's not, you know, it's not of the 80s time frame, obviously, but it kind of fits in with um Dixon and Stein's. Score, I think, really well. So, okay, so that does it for music. Do you want to wrap it up with some superlatives? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's do best line first. Okay, so my best line I I I talked about already was, and I usually pick like the funny line or the cute line or the Uh memorable joke, but I just loved Will's.
0: No. What?
1: He likes it cold it was just such a terrifying line and it was kind of the one line that really kind of stood out in the episode for me so i mean it's not funny or anything no it's just a very memorable line i think from the episode
0: i i feel like the fact that he refers to himself as him is going to come into
1: play eventually Yes. yes i would agree
0: uh my best line was actually kind of a funny one kind of not it was just we had just talked about it actually when he gets when Hopper gets in the car. Come in, hop
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm on my way in, and yes, I do know what time it is.
0: I just love how he how he said he, he knew exactly <laughs> what she was going to ask next. I mean,
1: it's it's right along the lines of the mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yeah. same kind of thing. So
0: yes, agreed.
1: Okay, most spirited.
0: I there was not a ton that stuck out this week. It was all very just. Blah 80s almost.
1: Yeah, it was there was nothing really kind of standout 80s. No, yeah.
0: I went with um Nancy's sweater in the park.
1: The blue oh, with the, the Argyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I went with the um, that's a kind of blink and you miss it kind of thing, but true 80s babies we will remember them, the head and shoulders bottle, the shampoo bottle that was in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Only because it was like the original 70s and 80s design. It's kind of it's kind of round at the bottom, it's got like a really tall neck. And that's I how remember I, it. In, I, I remember that's what Head and Shoulders bottles used to look like. And I actually found, I'll post it on our socials. There was an 80s, a mid 80s Head and Shoulders ad. Um, and it's really bizarre because I was watching it and one of the women looks exactly like Nancy. It's really freaky. It's obviously really not her because it was from the mid 80s. Yeah. But it was just really funny. I'm like, she really looks like Nancy. So I'll post that on our socials too. But most stranger thing.
0: It, it was a very easy call to go with Dart eating muse yes which is awful to me yeah, that's, but that's I, mean. I was in the running when will says no he likes it
1: cold yeah no i went with muse the demise of muse justice hashtag justice for muse
0: hashtag yeah. justice
1: yeah. for muse all right
0: mvp i gave it to 11 slash Mil- well i guess it's more millie bobby brown just her acting in this episode or she just gets she is just so defeated when she gets to that, and her anger and frustration, you can feel it, you can see it. It makes the scene when her and Hopper get in that fight.
1: Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of going back and forth between Noah Schnapp and then Millie and David together, and I uh, mm-hmm. ultimately went with Millie and David together because I, I think they kind of needed. I mean, I totally hear what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, I think they totally needed to play off each other, and and yeah, I couldn't really give it to Millie without giving it to David or David, right, 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 for sure. Um, I thought they were I thought they were both great so Um, and we already talked about how exhausting they said filming Mm -hmm. that that one scene was
0: I can imagine
1: yeah it's just crazy so yeah all right anything else
0: no I think that does it for this week if you have anything that you want to talk about or submit your own superlatives for any of these for future episodes, you can always email us at scoopshoypod at gmail.com. You can find us on all the socials at scoopshoypod. pod. TV tag is a real thing. It yeah, yes. Tell us if TV tag is a real thing. It's not. I know it's not, but just humorous, And if you enjoy this podcast, it would do us a huge favor. If you left us a review, if you're enjoying it, it helps us get in front of other potential listeners. If you do that on iTunes, Apple podcasts, whatever you use. So that does it for this week. Next week, we are reviewing season two, chapter five, Dig Dug. So I want to thank everybody for listening and I hope you tune in next time. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Stranger Things Audio Clips and Official Score are the property of Netflix. Incidental music by Blue Mount Score from Pixabay.